0: Welcome to The Experience of God with Erin Hansen. It's been a while since I've recorded a podcast and I'm eager to share with you all that I've been up to. Uh, Many of you know that I offer spiritual mentorship and it has been such a joy to Birth this offering into the world and it is so fulfilling and so fun and one thing that I've been learning in this process is um, I'm continually surrendering personal will to divine will and what that looks like is releasing any attachment that I might have for any specific outcome, and trusting that Divine Will is moving me in the best way. And the more I surrender, the more it flows, and it has been such an honor to be a part of this beautiful, beautiful process. It reminds me very much of nature. As I look around me and I see how nature flows so effortlessly, so spontaneously, and I feel like such a part of that. And so in my own life, I've been practicing surrendering effort and surrendering my personal desires and allowing for God's will to move, move me in certain directions and move me to take certain actions. And I often say that I feel like I'm in the back seat. I'm no longer uh, in the driver's seat. And it's beautiful. Once you can surrender your desires for specific outcomes, you receive immediate gifts of peace and equanimity. And that is what is available to all of us in each and every moment, if we're willing to surrender and to trust. And it is a self-fulfilling process. So the more we are willing to surrender, the more trust we develop and the more it can just flow like nature. So this is my invitation to you to consider getting out of your own way and to consider surrendering your attachment to specific outcomes in your life. And one way I love to recommend to my clients to do this is to start with um, small daily things. Begin to notice little things in your life that little ways that you are attached to a certain outcome. You want something to go in a certain direction. You want to achieve something in a certain way. Notice that and surrender it and trust. I often use the analogy of coffee since coffee is such a joy in my life. Um, Such a pleasure for me. (laughs) So for example, if you're noticing such a strong desire for coffee one day, practice surrendering the desire and, and just witnessing. See if it shows up and see in what way it shows up and then be very grateful for when it shows up and trust that whole process and it fuels itself. So that is my invitation to you in this moment. And you can start small and you can work up to greater and greater things and deeper and deeper surrender. And it's um, wonderful because what we end up realizing is that the sense of control we had was actually illusory all along and we get out of our own way and we allow for divine uh, divine will to just flow so beautifully and often what happens when that when we get out of our own way is it flows much better than when we were trying to control it. So just consider that as you're moving through your life. And one thing that I would love to talk about today is the mind. And as we all know, I'm sure we're all aware that our minds can cause quite a bit of stress. And so one way of looking at this that I would like to offer you today is um, thinking of it in this way. There is the thinking mind and the working mind. The thinking mind is often the one that causes the most stress and the most problems. The thinking mind is the part of our mind that worries endlessly, fantasizes, um, it's very involved in possible future outcomes or past experiences that uh, we are going over again and again in our minds. The thinking mind is the one that we feel like we need to participate with. We feel like it is um, giving us a sense of control, but actually it is unnecessary, completely unnecessary. The thinking mind is the one that makes pros and cons lists when trying to make a decision, for example. Or it, uh, it is definitely the one with worried thoughts that go round and round and never seem to be helpful in any way. Now contrast that with the working mind. The working mind is more straightforward, more matter-of-fact, and necessary. But it's not something that we need to be concerned about. The working mind is something that it's a tool that we employ when needed, as needed, to get through life. So an example of the working mind is um, I have an appointment today I need to get to that appointment at a certain time. In order to be prepared for that appointment, I need to do A, B, and C. That is an example of the working mind. It is completely um, normal and completely matter-of-fact to employ the working mind if we just view it as a tool, a necessary tool, a necessary part of being human. As opposed to the thinking mind so I just wanted to present this uh, framework for looking at your mind as you are moving about your day I invite you to notice when it's the thinking mind and notice when it's the working mind and to the extent that you are willing I invite you To surrender the thinking mind. Surrender those thoughts as soon as they are arising. Do not participate in them. Allow them to float by like clouds in the sky. They are inconsequential. You can do away with those thoughts and you can still move through life beautifully, actually much more effortlessly, much more harmoniously when you pay less attention to the thinking mind. So in our meditation practices, we are becoming aware of our thoughts. Very often what we're noticing is the thinking mind. As soon as you sit down to meditate, I'm sure we've all experienced all these thoughts that come either worried thoughts, to do lists, um, ideas, projects, concerns, or rehashing the past, reliving past experiences. All these types of thoughts are superfluous. I'm inviting you to consider that. No thought is necessary, and the only thoughts that are helpful come from the working mind. Again, the working mind is the one that um, allows us to get the ingredients for a recipe, for example. The working mind. Flows spontaneously. It's a tool that we have that just kind of works on its own. It gets us from point A to point B. It gets us to take our vitamins. It gets us um, through life. And it is like the survival mind. So I just wanted to present this little framework for you in the hopes that it is helpful for you as you are exploring your mind, exploring your consciousness. And I pray for you that you are able to surrender more and more of the thinking mind in order to invite much more peace and equanimity and spaciousness into your life. One way that I love to share, that I love to Um, offer uh, clients to really explore this is take um, maybe a day off, a day when you don't have much to do, a day when you have more freedom in your schedule, for example, and work with this, really work with it like a game and have fun with it have a sense of curiosity and exploration and see the extent to which you can surrender the thinking mind and just flow with life. For example, when I was first working with this, I would surrender any thoughts about what meal I was going to make that day We'll take a very practical example. I would not think about it. I would surrender the thinking mind when it came to what meal am I going to have today? And I would just turn it over to God, and I would trust God, and I would say, God, move me as needed. Move me um, in the direction of your best divine plan. And time and time again, I would very naturally find myself at the grocery store purchasing what I need for a certain meal. And it was so cool because even though that's such a like, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? It's such like a simple kind of funny example. It is really miraculous because I was, um, eliminating all superfluous thoughts. And I was really realizing, wow, how much I would entertain the thinking mind and how much stress and energy that takes up in consciousness. And we can really surrender all of it and just allow. And the key to doing this is, of course, noticing the mind and building up our awareness through our meditation practice and our contemplative practices that we are carrying throughout the day, and being open to surrendering any desire for a specific outcome. So taking that example about dinner again, I was completely surrendered to any outcome. Um, Whether it be not even having dinner that day or having a, you know, mediocre, boring dinner or, you know, whatever it was, I was completely open to however it was going to show up. And this is how I play with consciousness and I view it as a game and like a fun exploration. And so I'm inviting you to have that same kind of playful energy with it and see how, um, how it flows through your life and how more and more you can be surrendered to the flow of life and allow it, just allow it to move you in different directions and see what happens. The more you surrender the thinking mind and the more you use your working mind as a matter of fact tool. So I hope this was helpful for you. Please let me know. You can reach out to me. I always love hearing from you if you have any questions or comments or let me know how these practices are sitting with you. You can find me on Instagram at cedar.grace and you can also go to my website to find more information about my offerings. It is cedargrace.space I am offering a um, spiritual mentorship program. It is a six-week program where I offer spiritual mentorship, one-on-one coaching calls. We meet weekly, and we really dive deep into pure consciousness together. And I share tools and techniques specifically tailored to what you're working with, and it's a really intimate, lovely experience. So I really hope that you check that out if you feel called, and thank you so much for listening.